and welcome to In Touch with Tennessee, the official podcast of the University of Tennessee Institute for Public Service. The Tennessee Language Center became the sixth agency of the Institute in 2018. TLC is focused on language learning, teaching, and services for the public sector, the business community, and private citizens. One of the services the center provides is interpretation and translation. Today's guests are Eric Amos, Interim Program Director for Interpretation and Translation for the Tennessee Language Center, and Barbara Talent from the Nashville Children's Alliance. Welcome to both of you. Thank you. Thanks for having us. So, Eric, let's start with you. Can you give us an overview of uh, the center's interpretation and translation services? Yeah, sure. So, uh, we provide services, uh, like you said, all throughout the state to both uh, private sector and government work. Uh, we have multiple contracts with uh, a lot of different state agencies, um, and then we do work with different hospital systems throughout Tennessee, and then also uh, lawyers' offices. So, a lot of it is legal medical related um, and then we have uh, we work with a lot of school systems throughout the state as well uh, doing IEP meetings and things like that especially for interpretation um, and then we translate a lot of documents uh, especially for state agencies uh, like Department of Human Services and it's probably one of our biggest uh, clients doing things for them um, and then uh, people have walk-ins as well uh, for like transcripts marriage certificates all kinds of different documents uh, letters, the things that need to be translated. Um, so yeah, we work with uh, all kinds of people throughout the state uh, providing uh, these services for people who need them. Okay. So how does that work? I mean, say I need um, <clears throat> translation for uh, my doctor's appointment. How would that work? Yeah, so um, all, I guess, hospitals, uh, court systems, lawyers, offices, things like that, schools, um, it's legally required that they provide um, an interpreter if it's needed. Um, so to the to what we call them, the LEP, uh, the person who doesn't speak English in that situation, um, they don't really have to pay for these services out of their own pocket. So um, these clients, the hospitals, the schools, the courts, the legal offices, or, or people like the National Children's Alliance, contact us, and then we um, have a list of probably about 150 to 200 contractors uh, throughout the state who um, in person cover about probably 50 or 60 languages. Um, and then we have a telephonic service as well. Um, and so they reach out to us and we have a scheduling system that that works out to where we're able to get everybody uh, where they need to go and make sure they have everything that they need to uh, provide the services uh, to a, a quality level, whether it's documents ahead of time and things like that. Um, and then for translation, um, they'll usually either walk in or email us uh, with the documents, and then we work with a network of translators throughout the country um, as well um, to provide the translation into whatever language is needed um, and then get those back to them. And we can certify those translations as well if they need them for like legal proceedings and things like that. Okay, interesting. So you said you have trans uh, interpreters, excuse me, across the state. How do you identify those? Um, so uh, a lot of them are certified either med medically or legally, which is uh, the two main ways you can be certified. And those most of those are recognized nationally, especially as far as medical and then legal. It kind of varies state to state. But we partner with um, the Tennessee court system to provide legal interpretation 
um, and legal uh, certification process. Um, so through those processes, we can identify them through uh, websites that have the list of interpreters uh, that are certified in your area or in your state. Um, we can, and then we also provide training here at the university or at the Tennessee Language Center. Um, and as we recruit people for those trainings, kind of kind of bringing them up in-house, um, we know that they will be good interpreters for us. And so there's there's a few different ways. And then word of mouth as well through different interpreters um, as well. Um, so we're able to contact them that way. Okay, thank you. Um, so Barbara, welcome. Tell us a little bit more about the Nashville Children's Alliance. Sure. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Um, the Nashville Children's Alliance is a, uh, we're a local nonprofit, a 501c3. Um, we are a child advocacy center. Uh, we're a neutral, um, child friendly location for multidisciplinary teams to meet and investigate, um, cases involving allegations of severe child abuse, whether that's uh, physical abuse, um, drug exposure, uh, child sex abuse, anything like that. And how long have you all been a, a client of the Tennessee Language Center? Um, that's an so that's an interesting question for me because so I've been here for about ten years, um, but I don't think officially we were a client of TLC until October of 2019, um, which is kind of funny to me. Um, because we are a nonprofit, we, um, you know, we don't have extra funds at all. And um, for the longest time, uh, when we received referrals for um, forensic interviews, um, the Department of Children's Services covered the fees uh, for an interpreter, um, which was great, but we had no say in anything as far as the, um, you know, in, in, who it might be or who it's through or um, kind of, we just, we didn't have a lot of say in any part of that. Mm -hmm. um, and then they, um, someone in a powerful position did an audit and, and decided that they would no longer cover those costs. Well, that left us in a very tough position. Um, and I recalled working with some wonderful people um, from the Tennessee Foreign Language Institute, which I think is what TLC was a long time ago um, when I was yeah. an advocate. Yeah. And um, I went to my supervisor and I said, please, can we call these folks? Um, and they have been absolutely wonderful um, working with us continually. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of, I think officially we began maybe paying what we could um, a few years ago. Okay, great. And how do you use the services at the center? Maybe uh, you give us an example. Yeah, um, we do forensic interviews with children aged three um, up to just under eighteen. Um, and as you know, the 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 population and the demographics in Nashville are um, very diverse, and a lot of our clients um, come in and. The children either, you know, a different language is spoken at home. Um, they might be in school and maybe have some kind of survival English, but um, not something that we that would be super um, helpful as far as what we need to do here. Um, the, the services that we provide are um, forensically, they have to be forensically sound and legally defensible. And the criteria that we have to meet um, in our interviews with children, it's very 
um, it's very stringent. Uh, it's just a lot. We have to meet a lot of requirements to remain accredited um, and to even be something that we can, you know, that can be useful and helpful in these investigations. Um, yeah. And so they, um, Eric helps us um, get linked with an interpreter when we have a child come in that does not speak English. Um, so we will reach out and I will, sometimes it's very, um, uh, very urgent. And sometimes mm-hmm. it's, Hey, this child's coming in in two weeks. Um, but they've been helpful no matter the circumstances. And I honestly, I don't know what we would do without them. Um, language and communication is, is the core of what we do. Um, and communication barriers can, absolutely stop us in our tracks and without TLC um, we would just we would not be able to serve these these children right right and as you mentioned the population and the demographics uh, specifically in the middle Tennessee area have um, changed quite drastically I guess over the last 10 years or so absolutely so Eric um tell me how um someone gets in touch with you say um how you know i have um, a need for a translator um do i go to your website do i call what are the the different ways that we can get in touch with the tennessee language center yeah through the website uh which i believe tlc.tennessee.edu or calling us um as well probably the two best ways and the two ways that people contact us we have uh, quite a number of people also that are word of mouth that um, maybe in the same industry that have used services before. And so they're having somebody reach out to them. Uh, it happens a lot with lawyers offices and things like that. Um, and different medical clinics, uh, where they'll, they'll find us through word of mouth also, but, um, probably through, um, the website and, uh, phone call is probably the easiest way and how we get, uh, the vast majority uh, of our clients and people calling us. Okay. And going back to the the changing demographics, um, have you had requests for um, new new languages? I mean, new populations that have maybe moved into the state? Um, yeah. Um, so if things happen in the world, especially, uh, you can kind of tell when, when things are happening and how it impacts us. And Nashville is uh, a little bit of a destination city for refugees and people like that. So uh, when things were happening uh, in Burma, uh, we got a lot more requests for Karen and, and Burmese spoken languages. Um, when everything happened in Afghanistan uh, over the last couple of years, um, there's been a, a huge influx uh, and the need for Dari uh, and Pashto and the Afghan languages and things like that. Um, Spanish is probably always going to be the number one requested language. Um, but then, uh, I mean, we have the largest Kurdish population outside of uh, Iraq. Uh, as well. So um, there's a very diverse section. A lot of Southeast uh, Asian languages are spoken here, especially between um, probably like Nolansville and, and Smyrna, Murfreesboro in that area mm-hmm. uh, and those kind of things. So, um, yeah, so it's very diverse. And as things happen in the world, uh, we've had a big request for Ukrainian over recently as well, obviously, with everything happening over there, um, uh, because Nashville is used as kind of a, a hub city to get people settled. Uh, as well. So we we definitely see um, the influx in those different languages as things happen in the world. Right, right. And you all are based in Nashville, but you do offer your services across the state, correct? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, we uh, probably the majority of, of appointments take place, I would say, between like Murfreesboro, Clarksville, kind of that area. But we have uh, a, a good network in Memphis as well. And then 
Uh, we do a lot in the Cookville-ish area, Chattanooga, Knoxville. There's kind of the main ones. And then there's definitely outskirts, especially with like uh, different school systems and things like that and different uh, medical offices that are more rural. Okay. Well, great. Well, thank you both for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having us. Thank you. And thank you, listeners. Be sure to look for In Touch with Tennessee on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts.